0: Thanks for tuning in to After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel, along with streaming on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please be sure to search for America Out Loud. In addition to that, we're available on AmericaOutloud.news, which has thousands of podcasts and articles updated daily, including our full archive of shows over at AmericaOutloud.news. Going to have a review day, talk about some of the news stories that have been coming out the past week or so, uh, including uh, Lloyd Austin and, and the Joint Chiefs of Staff apparently trying to strong arm Congress into giving more money for Ukraine. That's what it's been all about for this Biden administration. Keep Zelensky happy. Keep giving him money. I mean, we all pretty much saw this coming before Biden even took office. And we knew that he was up to his neck in corruption with Ukraine. And it's pretty much played out like we all thought it would with Biden just giving them anything they want because he has compromised. Well, Lloyd Austin, it's saying the Biden administration, it is openly threatening Americans over Ukraine. That's what Tucker Carlson said. He said in a classified briefing in the House yesterday, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin informed members that if they don't appropriate more money for Zelensky, we'll send your uncles, cousins, and sons to fight Russia. Basically saying pay the oligarchs or we'll kill your kids. And Tucker Carlson confirmed that he really did say that is unbelievable what we're seeing here basically th- making threats now if you don't give us all the money that we want for Ukraine and Zelensky that pretty much goes back into the politicians pockets we know that it's all laundered around makes its way back over here a lot of it uh that they're going to send american troops to war to fight against russia uh this is what Rob and I've been warning about all along Don't trust Biden saying that we're not going to be getting involved over there in Ukraine. Uh, We've seen it. We very well could. And uh, this just goes to show how important it is in 2024 that we get Biden out of there, or else we're going to be stuck in the middle of good news. How many wars? Rob, how are you doing tonight?
1: Andrew, I'm doing great. I want to thank all of our listeners for uh, tuning in. And you had called that to my attention. What Lloyd Austin had said that if they don't give them the money, Ukraine, we're going to send your daughters and sons to war. This just this is further proof of the military-industrial complex. How much they don't think about us. It's all about them and what they can get. These continuous, endless wars. As I've said before, the war in Ukraine is over. Russia has won. Whether or not the West wants to accept that or not, they don't have to, I guess. But to continuously send them money, taxpayer money, and for what, to prop up Zelensky? I don't see a reason why we're doing it. And then on top of that, they want to tie that into the whole money for Israel who are fighting a vigilant and vigilant war to stomp out terrorists, Hamas. You would think that there would be more people concerned about that and wanted to send money to Israel as opposed to Ukraine, which has been going on for almost, I would say, coming up on two years now. Why are we still sending Ukraine money? Why is Zelensky still dressing like he's a the Arafat of Europe. I I just, I don't get it. You even have some Republicans that are saying we need to send money to Ukraine, especially Lindsey Graham, and they're warning us, if we don't, this will look bad. Well, it's looking bad already. We've gotten beyond the looking bad stage because we were told earlier on when we first, when when Ukraine and Russia first started this engagement, this war, that it would be over in a matter of time. And now we're looking at another year, and then another year. And if we're not careful, we will be 10 years into this, a decade, and still sending money to Ukraine for them to make Zelensky and his wife billionaires. It has to stop at some point. And what Lord Austin said to scare people, and he'll definitely scare a lot of liberals into thinking, oh yeah, we better send the money we have to, they're our neighbors. Why isn't Europe funding this war? Why isn't UK? Why isn't Germany? Why aren't the European countries helping out a fellow, a fellow European country? Why is it that we're always at the forefront? Now, it would be okay, Andrew, if we were at the forefront, if people would listen to us and take us seriously, because right now they're not listening to us and they're not taking us seriously because of the leadership that we have had in office whenever we go to war, and the leadership has been Democrats. They will tell us what to do and how to do it. I mean, we're sitting there sending the money. Europe, uh, Great Britain has done very little. Germany has done very little. But we're allowing them to get oil from Russia. And then what is the UN saying about this? We need to evict the UN. The UN has st- outstayed its stay here on our soil. It's time to get rid of them. Because them being here, there is nothing that they're doing for us for them to be here. What exactly are they doing? Nothing at all. So it's time to give them their pink slip and say, get out. Enough. We're not going to fund you anymore. Because you're not doing anything for our bottom line. So why are you here? It's time to just get them all out. And I think that people need to listen carefully to what Lloyd Austin is saying because he's serious about this. This is a man who served on the board of a lot of defense contractors. Now he's in the White House, in government, continuing to feed his fellow corporate defense contractors, continue to give them money. And what are we seeing in return? Nothing. We're just there, giving them more money. At some point, people have to wake up. And it will never happen with this leadership. If Trump were in office, we would not be in this war. If Trump were in office, all of our allies would respect us, would continue to respect us, and those who don't like us would dare cross him. Now, I know a lot of people are saying, especially I read an article the other day that Megan Cayley is saying that Trump is now on his A-game, that she uh, interviewed him and he got, he mentioned something about World War II, we're marching toward World War II. And then she said that he had called Biden Obama and it was a mistake. Megan, I, I don't care about any of that. If you're out talking nonstop, at some point you will make a mistake. On this show, we make mistakes. I mean, we're talking Every night and have to come back the next night and correct it. But to try to attack Trump for something like that and then just let Biden slide by the entire world, everyone in the world industry of journalism should be highly concerned that Joe Biden is not a shell of himself, even he's just an empty blank slate. The man has lost it. And he's now trying to keep us in a war? He's completely lost it. How can he lead the free world? Well, he's not leading. He's following. He has Obama who's leading. So to Megyn Kelly, who's trying to say, well, Trump got Biden and Obama confused, won't well, know because Obama is serving his third term in office. And we just have to admit this, as painful as it is for a lot of liberals to understand it, but it is the truth. We have to look at this for what it is. And as Austin said, our children, your children, will be going to war. But you know what else? And this is a sad fact, that while we're seeing our children be going to war, the first people, persons, who will stand up for the call would be our good southern red-blooded Americans, those who vote Republican. They will be the first While these others that are pretending to be gay, straight, binary, and multi-this, and units, they won't go. They'll stand behind looking with all their makeup on. But those are the ones who will go, the the ones that we call racist, homophobes, cisgenders. They will be the first to go. They will answer the call, trained or not. They would be willing to pick up arms to defend this great country, to defend the people who have just like excoriated them, talked about them. I think about the little kid during the uh, Kansas City Chiefs game who had on the Indian uh, paint on his face and the, on his head, the headgear, and how the left attacked him and saying he's a future racist. No, he's probably a future soldier. We haven't talked about that much, that kid. How a grown man attacked him, a grown black man, of course, who saw wait, Well, Let me just go ahead and put this out there because, you know, I want everybody to know he's a little racist in the making. No, he is a patriot who will probably go and defend you because yeah. you won't go. It was almost
0: just like that Nick Sandman situation where they just took. A picture of one side of his face that made it look like he was wearing blackface and didn't show the other side of his face, which was painted red, that he was just supporting his football team. I mean, they purposely lied on a little kid to try and make him look like a racist. I mean, how low is that?
1: It's extremely low, Andrew. It is extremely low for them to go after a kid to try to make him the poster child of their rhetoric that he's a racist. So he will be the one going to war. He will put, take up arms. So when Lord Austin is saying, we're going to send your children, he's the one who will stand up and say, I will go. While these others won't do it, they'll sit back and hide and claim, oh, I've got a medical uh, issue. And then, Andrew, here's a kicker. Then they'll run to religion. Oh, my religion doesn't allow me to take up arms. Then they'll run to the church of religion when it's time to take up arms. Oh, I can't do it. I I just can't do it because of my religion. Really? Well, I thought you said religion was bad. You want nothing to do with religion. These are the ones who will sit back and claim, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's disgusting. It is disgusting. And how they, they will talk about everyone else and will, I mean, really just attack them viciously. But when it's time to stand up for the country, these are the ones who will do it. While these other knuckleheads who, oh, I don't like this country. This is the worst place to live. And it's this and it's that. Okay, then get out. (laughs) Just get out. We got Cher saying again that she's going to move if Trump becomes president. We have so many other entertainers. Why don't you just leave now? Just leave. Because you said you were going to leave eight years ago, but you're still here. Just leave. And maybe the country will be a whole, a lot better off if you weren't taking up precious airspace. Just leave. You're in your virtue signaling ways, and we're going to destroy the country, then leave. Form your own country. But while you're here, you need to comply. While you're here, you need to show respect.
0: Yeah, and let's just give Tommy Tuberville credit that he held out so long on appointing the these Biden administration and military appointees until they uh, agreed to put more funding on the border. I mean, this guy held out despite uh, all the pushback that he was getting. Uh, former football coach turned out to be a great Senator, one of the few aspiring spine, uh, because that's exactly what all of them should have been doing saying, no, we're not going to approve these appointments until we protect our Southern border. Uh, and plus, they're probably mostly woke uh, Lloyd Austin types that they're trying to
1: push through anyways. You're, you're right, Andrew. He did stand out a long time. Initially, when I heard about it, I, this, been, this has been going on for quite some time. And I like did my research. I'm like, why is he holding out? And he should be, and he should have, and I'm glad he did. And there should have been a lot of others holding out with him. Because his whole thing was, I don't want to make these promotions. Considering that our government, our military, is going to pay to kill children. They're going to pay soldiers to go from state to state to have an abortion. Now think about this. This is our government that's decided. If you want to have an abortion and if your state want to allow you, we will send you to another state. Okay, why are you in the military? You're in the military to fight, to kill people, bad people. So now you want to go after an innocent baby. And that's the reason why, Andrew, the world has become so corrupt with them trying to change the definition. Okay, what what you're carrying is not a baby. It's just a glob of cells. But if someone were to kill that glob of cells, you would say, oh, it's second degree murder. You murdered two people. You murdered the mom and the baby. But I thought you said it was a blob of cells. Words matter. And people need to be aware of what the left is doing, especially when you're able to get companies, dictionary companies, to change the wordings. Even the AP style book, how they've changed things. They want to capitalize black as if though you're saying that it's some powerful thing. You no, know, it's just a, a, you're just describing a person's the con- their color. So why are you going to capitalize black and not capitalize brown or white? It's part of the indoctrination. It's part of the indoctrination that they're using. It, it's part of their indoctrination. So anything they could do, anything they could say, they're okay with it.
0: Yeah, and I don't know about... We need to
1: start standing up. I
0: don't know about you, Rob, but with Lloyd Austin's military, I'm not confident that that these were good picks anyways.
1: They're not not good picks, and as I said, Andrew, they won't be the ones going to war. It will be the Southern good old boys, the ones that they call redneck, they will be the ones who are going to war. Because Do you actually think Lloyd Austin who's into diversity and equity, he's okay with drag queens. I mean, you're on a mission, and now you're on a ship performing drag hour, drag bingo. What does it have to do with your mission? I'm serious. What does it have to do? I think that Bill Clinton adopted the best policy with don't ask, don't tell. At the time, some 20 years ago, a lot of people were against it. But now I understand it. Don't ask, don't tell, it's none of your business, and I'm not going to talk about it. Because the moment people start talking about it, that's when you start dragging all this craziness into the military.
2: Yeah,
0: your sex has nothing to do with military.
1: Nothing. I mean, even Colonel Hall, Julie Hall, who's been on our show a number of times, has said the same thing. She said, yeah, there are probably gay people in the military, but we're not concerned with that. We're concerned with the mission. That's it. Exactly.
0: Well... You guys are tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel. Just search America Out Loud on any of the apps. Uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and you will find our full archive of shows. So many great shows over at AmericaOutLoud.news as well. You guys want to be sure to check that out. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrews.
2: Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be, with a company that shares your values. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. I'm so confused.
1: I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work.
0: We are back here on After Dark with Rob and Andrew, and the war machine continues on, as we talked about in the first half of the show, Lloyd Austin telling members of Congress that he would be sending their wives, their sons, their daughters, their nephews and nieces to war if they do not approve more funding for Ukraine in this endless war against Russia. You know, it's interesting during that debate a uh, p- couple of people, I believe Vivek mainly brought up how there was a solution to end this war a long time ago And Biden and his warmongering staff wasn't interested. They would just want to prolong this thing to keep going on and on and on because that's where the money's at. And uh, that's where it keeps funneling back to uh, Rob. What are your thoughts on Lloyd Austin? Uh, continuing this basically strong-arming Congress into giving them money. Uh, this is blackmail, as we are talking about in the first half. And uh, this guy, maybe in addition to Mayorkas, should be impeached.
1: He should be. And I heard a week ago, Lindsey Graham said that he's lost all confidence in Lloyd Austin. Well, I never had any confidence in him. And I think that a lot of other people Felt the same way. The only reason why this man is in that position that he's in is because he's black. Let's just be honest. He's black. And he's had many missteps. He was behind the whole debacle filled failed Afghanistan withdrawal. He and Mark Miley, who's also a woke general. These individuals are dangerous. They're dangerous when they cannot focus on the mission to do what they need to do. And we have spoken about this time after time after time. We've had guests to come on here, and they've talked about this. Lloyd Austin is out of his league. I don't know how he made it this far, other than the fact that they've just been promoting him because of diversity. And certainly, this latest role that he's in, it's just because he's Black. And they want to say, we did the first. I'm okay with that. I get it. Eventually, you will have the first of everything, but you want to make certain that you get the right candidate for the job. Lord Austin is not the right candidate. Lord Austin is a bureaucrat. Lord Austin maybe should have remained behind the desk as opposed to being out front because he's not impressive. Other than his height, he's not impressive at all. Anytime you're going to come out and you're going to bring up diversity and equity issues, it's a problem. Now, I'm sure. In his career, he faced a lot of resistance because he is a black man. I'm sure he did. Let's just put that out there. Okay. I'm sure he did. And I'm sure a lot of women have encountered the same thing. But that's just, unfortunately, life. That's the world we live in. Okay. And we're trying to get beyond it. But we don't go out and put people in positions simply because of that, especially if they're not good. And now he's telling you that we will send your sons and daughters to war people should have said wait a minute put the brakes on this who is this guy yes i mean we just had we just saw an opening into their mindset andrew
0: yeah rob going into 2024 i see this as perhaps the biggest threat to the united states as far as the elections go is this military industrial complex and who supports it who doesn't who wants to continue these endless wars Because uh, this is not good for the United States of America. And there's people on both sides who are pushing these wars. And, uh, uh, yeah, the corruption, as we've said before, it's just crazy over there in Ukraine. And we're just sending them billions of dollars. That one time we sent them $2 billion extra. And we just said, oh, oh, well, we'll just tack it on to the uh, next payment we owe you guys. We'll just send a couple billion dollars less. This is the same country us, who sent $600 to people in Hawaii that have just lost their homes. We're accidentally sending Ukraine an extra $2 billion. It's just absurd. And uh, we do not need a warmonger in there on either side of the the aisle. We know they exist in the Republican Party and in the Democrat Party. And uh, that's one of the main reasons I'm supporting President Trump once again, is he says he's going to put an end to this war on day one. Whether that happens or not remains to be seen. But nonetheless, I want someone that's telling us this is coming to an end instead of someone just saying, uh, open up your hands, Zelensky. We're going to give you everything you need until the end of time.
1: And of course, he will keep those hands open. The moment Hamas attacked Israel, he probably felt he, being Zelensky, a deep pain in his chest thinking, oh my God, they're going to take away the money from us. Has there been an an accounting of the money that we're doling out to him? I would like a strict, detailed accounting as to what this money is being used for to the last cent, Because I'm afraid that Zelensky is sending this money to his wife, so that they, she can fund her high-end lifestyle. We need to be careful when we start writing these checks. As I said during the first block, why aren't other European countries sending in aid? Why is it that the US has to do it? All the money that we're sending to them, we could purpose, repurpose that money for something else, for our infrastructure airlines, failed streets, bridges. No, some would say, yeah, but that's coming out of a different bucket and it's allocated out and it's spread out. Okay, I get it. Then why not reallocate that money the same way we did for COVID when Biden came into office and just started sending money to everyone to keep them from going to work? Where did that money come from? They reallocated the money from elsewhere, repurposed the money. And in some cases, they took the money from our defense bucket Budget. And here's something else to think about, folks, is that the Democrats, they don't like the defense department. They do everything they can to gut it. So if they have not been putting money toward our defense, where is this money coming from that we're sending Ukraine? Where is the money coming from if we were to go to war? We don't have any money. And that's what China is looking at. And they're laughing at us. But still, we got people like Lord Austin coming out, showing us his true colors. Then we have others saying, oh, don't pay any attention to it. We'll be okay. No, we won't be okay. If China were to launch an attack on Taiwan, what would we do? Now, I know that there are those, especially I know that Tucker Carlson has said, when it, in relationship to Ukraine, he said, we have no interest in that's Their borders, let them fight it out. We need to be concerned with our own borders. I agree with him wholeheartedly. Ukraine brings nothing to the table for us. Okay, let's look at Taiwan. Well, Taiwan is a different animal, although they aren't necessarily our adversaries, but we do produce a lot of manufacturing and things in Taiwan. So we would definitely want to make certain that it remains independent of China. But if China were to go in and shut down everything, what are we prepared to do? Do we have a backup plan? Yeah.
0: Yeah, and at this point, what big difference would it really make? Because we look at Taiwan, and our country is so weak. uh, We let China get away with claiming that, uh, not even claiming Taiwan. And when someone in Hollywood or something like that comes out and acknowledges Taiwan, they have to come out and apologize. I mean, uh, we've completely strong-armed Taiwan by not being a strong ally in the long term, because our Democrats are so weak in supporting them, and they're so over the top in their
1: support for China, uh, we've really weakened Taiwan in that sense as well. We've weakened Ch- Taiwan. We've, we've, weakened <laughs> we've weakened ourselves. We've weakened ourselves. We've weakened ourselves on the world stage. And it happened the moment Joe took his first trip overseas, and he was seen walking behind all the other world leaders. And when he wasn't walking behind them, they had his arm as if they were to lead him. And then he's looking around saying, oops, I better go because my wife is looking for me. Oh, that's the big boss. I mean, all of that little playful stuff that might work as a senator or might work in your hometown, but you're on the world stage saying this kind of stuff. The world stage, folks and no one was going to call him out, or no one called him out. The world stage. And he's making these little colloquial comments that people make when they're at home. A husband might say, oh, well, the big boss, you know what the big boss says. And everyone will say, well, he's talking about the wife. But Joe is on the world stage saying this. And then we're supposed to laugh? We're supposed to say that it's okay? I mean, I know that, I'm know. i sure that there are a lot of other people that are cringing when he says this stuff, but they won't show us. Remember when they called Tony Blinken cringing when Joe was referring to China, and rightfully so, as a dictator? Even when Joe was at some of his meetings and he would get confused and you would have other staffers looking like, it was like a dead stare, like a blank stare, like, oh my God, the camera might be looking, so don't make any expressions. Whereas when Trump would go overseas, he would stand up, he would move to the front, he had a walk, he had a swag... And everyone knew America has arrived. And you want me to believe that Joe Biden, when he goes out, that we're supposed to be proud of that? It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. The man is a pathetic idiot. It's very embarrassing. And then we have the Secretary of Defense talking about war, what we're going to do. Like, are you serious? But again, who will fight? That little kid in Kansas, the Kansas City Chief fan, he will fight. His relatives will fight. Meanwhile, while you have this journalist, Karen Phillips, attacking him, saying, oh, he's a white supremacist. He is blackface. Then you had all these other people to pile on. And yeah, that's right. See that? We knew it. We knew it. He's a little white supremacist in the making. Yeah, but I would venture to say that he's the one who will pick up arms and defend the country. While the rest of you are watching around saying from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Not knowing what they're talking about Andrew. Just saying it because it sounds good. The same way they would say Black Lives Matter. Oh, that sounds good. Oh, that's catchy. Let's say it. Oh, I like that. Oh, me too. Let's see it because that sounds good. Me too. Meanwhile, you have women in Israel that are being raped and savagely beaten. Where is the me too about that? Why aren't you standing up with them then? Now, you see, it's these catchphrases, identity catchphrases that the left love. Like I know, no, hey, if we can get something started, everyone will jump on board. But the moment you say MAGA, oh, that's white supremacist. MAGA, making America great again? A phrase that was used by Bill Clinton almost 30-something years ago. JFK even said it. But when the right says it, oh, it's white supremacist. Even Joe stumbled upon it. But these are the people who want to take us to war. These are the people who think they have all the answers. These are the people who have de- just destroyed America, giving away our money, giving away your children's future, increasing their tax burden because of failed policies or the lack of policies of Democrats. Then people want you to think, oh, the Democrats, they're, they're, they're equal opportunity. Yeah, they're equal opportunity to take your money, then give it abroad, and you get absolutely nothing for it. Look at the infrastructure in our country. Look at our border. Completely decimated. Lloyd Austin and Mallorca should both be impeached. And if the Republicans had any sense, they would say, yeah, let's get it there. I don't want to hear that well, but we'll lose in the, uh, in the Senate. It doesn't matter. It's the going is what counts. It's putting it out there and saying, hey, we want to put you on warning, on full notice, as to we are aware of what you're doing. Maybe you might be successful in peeling off some Democrats. I mean, they're talking about, whoa, let's introduce uh, an impeachment inquiry against Joe Biden. Do it while you have a margin, a a small margin of control in the House. I mean, we we now hear that McCarthy is going to step down. As if, though, that wasn't going to happen eventually, I mean, he lost the speakership, and even had he not lost Andrew, he would eventually step down so that he can go and make money in the private sector. Would have eventually done it. Because if that were not the case, he would have already – he himself would have said, let's introduce impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden. And then all of you who are saying that you know Hunter's deal has nothing to do with Joe Biden, you can't tie it, you can't – oh, please, you, you don't have to. That's the reason why you're going to open up an impeachment inquiry so that you can get records and you can get down to the facts as opposed to them stonewalling you. That's what they did for Trump. But see, with Biden, they want you to believe, again, the media, oh, there's nothing there, and they're just wasting our time. Well, you wasted our time with, Joe Biden, with Donald Trump's impeachment, and we knew there was nothing there. The media knew there was nothing there. Everyone knew there was nothing there except for the average Joe Blow because they painted a narrative that there was something there. The same way they're pointing a narrative that there is something in Ukraine that we have to defend, but when you really get down to it, it's like, what are we defending? Uh, What are we defending, Lindsey Graham, other than you want to come out and just give money? I mean, maybe it's their pride, but what are we trying to defend? And remember also, Andrew, we heard all these stories that Putin is dying. He's on his last leg. He doesn't look good. He, He might have cancer. He'll be dead before long. Yet and still, he's still here. (laughs) <laughs> he's still there with his army I don't care how many times you guys might say well he's been defeated and this is an embarrassment about Putin because he thought this was going to be over with soon okay if that's an embarrassment to Putin I think that Biden is definitely an embarrassment to us but see they won't mention that they'll attack Putin and as Trump said he's a smart man I mean we have to just give it to him I'm not singing his praises or anything I'm just telling you what it is He's lasted this long, just like North Korea, Kim Jong-un, Unga, or whatever he calls himself. I mean, these, these, these are smart people. Look at Chi. They're all smart individuals, and we need to accept it because if they weren't, they would have already fallen. But instead, they're managing to gain more, grain, uh, more ground, additional ground on us. So we just can't say, come out and say, oh, no, they're dumb. And they're No, they're smart. Because look at how they've managed to divide us. Look at how they've managed to get money from us and weaken our own defense systems. When a person shows you who they are, believe them. And what Lord Austin said, we need to believe it and take it to heart because he's dead serious. If you don't give me that money, I'm going to send your children to war. Believe it. But as I said, the children who will go to war will be that little kid with that Indian chief's headdress on that everyone wanted to say that he was a future racist. He's the one who would pick up arms and go to battle. He will go. His family will suffer. While these other misfits will sit there and I'm my religion and this and afraid to go. But they've never met a protest. They're not willing, Andrew, to jump in and support.
0: Yeah, sadly, this seems to be the direction that the youth is headed. Uh, with leaders like Joe Biden and the propaganda news like MSDNC and fake news CNN, Uh, It's just a sad state of the country, uh, what's unfolded, and all the propaganda at the schools and the university. We certainly cannot leave them out. But if you guys are looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy Cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. You go to HealthyCell.com or AmericaOutloud.shop. Check out the great products and save with the promo code OUTLOUD. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Inch.
2: In 2008, people could spend an average of 12 seconds on a task without becoming distracted. Five years later, it was only eight seconds. The digital age is narrowing our attention span. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus concentrate longer and strengthen recall these physician formulated gels come in a small gel pack tear off the top shoot it down thousands of five-star reviews proves it works supercharge your brain and see the difference go to healthycell.com and use limited time code out loud for 25 percent off your first order risk-free love it or your money back guaranteed healthycell.com code out loud Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. Lean, pure, with premium ingredients. Global Healing's Pure Plant Protein offers 20 grams of protein per scoop. And it's the perfect way to maintain and build lean muscle while indulging yourself. It combines enzymes and probiotics to maximize nutrient absorption, improving digestion and your gut health. Available in vanilla and chocolate flavors, elevate your protein consumption while supporting your overall wellness with pure plant protein. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. AmericaOutloud.news. Liberty and justice for all.
0: We are back here on After Dark with Robin Andrew for the final half of the show. Just going to talk about a few stories, including uh, Democrat Sheila Jackson Lee. She lost her Houston mayoral runoff. Against Democrat John Whitmer, and it was a beating she lost by a resounding uh sixty five percent to thirty four percent so this thing wasn't even close. Of course, she's been a staple in the Democrat Party for quite some time. A uh, former Congresswoman apparently trying her hand at mayor uh thank goodness she did not win. she just would have been another radical. Uh, Democrat mayor, black mayor, like we've seen all across the United States. Uh, Chicago started with Lori Lightfoot. Now this Brandon Johnson. Uh, New York, Eric Adams. Atlanta had uh, uh, her name's escaping me right now. Rob, do you remember the Atlanta mayor name? Keisha Bottoms. Keisha Bottoms. Yes. We've seen these black mayors all across America. And she tried to be another one. And uh, she would have been a radical based on what we've seen in Congress. So it's definitely a good thing for the people in Houston uh, that she did not win. Uh, don't know anything about this Democrat that beat her. I'm not. Promising that he's any better, however.
1: He's not going to be any better, but I hear that he is tough on crime. I mean, he's a Democrat. <laughs> Let's just face it. He's a Democrat. So he probably has a lot of uh, liberal ideas. But I'm glad she lost her bid. I don't necessarily think that she was really in on it when she saw the competition because we she wasn't talking about it much on the news. And the news wasn't talking about it as much either as if though to promote her. Because usually, if they get behind you, they're like, oh, no, what we want her to do, we want her there, because she'll be the first black mayor. And she only thought to do it for the fact that she saw all of these other mayors, black mayors that were in office, who are failed, of course, failed mayors. I mean, you look at Bree, London Bree, and San Francisco. You look at Eric Adams in New York City, you look at Brandon Johnson in Chicago, look at LaToya Cantrell in New Orleans. And the list goes on and on. I think Baltimore has a black mayor, he's a young kid actually. And the list just keeps growing and they're all failed. No successes. I think the mayor of Dallas who was a Democrat switched parties to become a Republican and he's black. And he said the reason why he did it was because Democrats weren't taking crime seriously. He came out and said it. They're not taking it seriously. So I've got to change. Black people are just as concerned about crime as anyone else. But you have these DEI advocates who want you to think otherwise. They want you to think that, oh, no, we're being oppressed under this legal system. It's far from that. Legal system is there because a lot of you are out of control. And it's embarrassing because as if though you're saying that black people can't obey the law, we need special treatment. And this all started happening when Joe Biden came into office and you started seeing a wave of Democrat mayors, both black and white and women who have not been able to lead. Look at the mirror of D.C. Muriel browser, a failure, a complete failure failure. I don't think D.C. has ever had a mayor who wasn't a failure. Going all the way back to, I can't think of the man's name who was a mayor and who just kept winning office, was corrupt. As corrupt, he, I mean, you would look in the dictionary and you would see, I think it was Benjamin Bradley, you would see his picture under corruption. And the legacy continues. And then we wonder, why can't we get it right? Well, you can't get it right because you keep putting in Cricket, corrupt politicians. Lori Lightfoot was another one in Chicago before they kicked her out and then put in another loser. It's like, at what point do you not wake up and say, we've got to stop this because we keep doing the exact same thing looking for a different outcome and we're not getting it. It's just not happening. So at some point, people have got to wake up and say, wait, what are we doing wrong? It just goes back to what we opened the show with, talking about Lord Austin another abject failure who's threatening to send your children to war if you don't give him the money that he wants to prop up Ukraine. I mean, and the list goes on and on. So I'm glad that Sheila Jackson Lee lost her bid to become the first black woman mayor of Houston, because that would have been the only thing that she would have done. She would always come out and say, well, I'm the first black woman of Houston. You can't deny me. Oh, you don't like me because I'm a woman. You don't like me because I'm black, because that's all they do. They sing that nonstop, as opposed to their incompetence. They won't talk about that. They'll just go into identity politics and say, you don't like me because I'm this, because I'm that. If you're successful, I don't care what your race, your gender, we want you there. But if you're not, we don't want you there. And that is a reason why the mayor of Dallas decided to switch parties. And of course, the media does not like it. They're not going to give him any airtime. And they're going to work against him, hoping that he fails. It's really unfortunate. Because you look at the black congressman that we have in office, Brian Donalds. There's another guy from, uh, from Texas who's right on spot. They give them no airtime, but then you have these other failed black politicians who don't know what they're talking about. There's this woman from Texas. I see her right now. Can't think of her name. Is insignificant anyway. They give her all the airtime, and she's just blathering. Blah 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 blah. Don't know what she's talking about. Don't know anything about history, but they'll give her airtime, especially Joy Reid on PMSNBC, because they want to elevate their profile and say, "See, this is who we have." They're accomplished. No, they're not accomplished. They're idiots. They're blabbling idiots. But why would we expect anything more when the person at the top, Joe Biden, is the same way? So there you go. There you have it. So go back to Congress, Sheila Jackson Lee, because, Andrew, she did not resign because she knew this might happen. So she wanted to keep one foot in Congress and the other foot out politicking for mayor. And now that she saw she lost, and as you said, she got a a very severe beating, now she's going to go back to the heel and continue her rants of racism and everything else and genderism, and they don't like me. But it's like the people that don't like you, your own party, because you guys are trying to replace people like you, women, with men claiming to be women, wearing dresses.
0: And when she was running for mayor, she actually bragged that the the major legislation that she helped – get past was the George Floyd Law Enforcement Trust and Integrity Act. I mean, she's literally attaching herself to George Floyd, and she wonders why she lost by 30 points to uh, attach herself to a drug addict uh, wife-beater like George Floyd. I mean, what's that tell you right there?
1: Yeah, it it speaks volume. It speaks volume as to who she is. But just imagine if this woman were to take all of her credentials and did the right thing, By denouncing violence, by calling out the stupidity in her own party, look at how far she would go and look at all the other blacks would be awakened by saying, wow, they're now serious. I mean, I look at Instagram and I see a lot of people that are saying, a lot of uh, influencers that are coming out saying that one of the things that black people need to do is to denounce the Democrat Party because they've done absolutely nothing for us for the past 60 years. And it's true. If you're still saying we will overcome, if you're you're still suffering from high unemployment, if you're still suffering from the breakdown of the family, then they have done absolutely nothing for you. Nothing at all. And it's time to divorce yourselves from them. But they won't because they know the Democrat Party will consistently give them free money. Give them free money and build jails to throw them in jail. And and that's what you like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. It's time to wake up. It's time to wake up because the likes of Lloyd Floyd are no good, and I hate saying that, but show me a good Democrat, black person who's a Democrat that's really working for the people, and I will commend them. But right now, we don't have it. We have a bunch of race hustlers, a bunch of people that want to keep black people on this mental plantation along with liberals, white liberals, who will sit there and fetch their water just to keep them there. With Joe Biden being at the top, because he said, you ain't if you ain't black, if you ain't bone for me. Now, how does that sound? Andrew, you want to talk about something else also uh, during this last half? Uh, Taylor Swift, You had, when we were uh, doing the uh, – yeah. yeah, there's
0: a couple things we could talk about uh, in this last half. But Taylor Swift, person of the year, I mean, what a joke this is. I mean, she's an entertainer. Uh, I realize there's a lot of little girls and stuff like that are probably big fans of her. I know it seems like NFL fans can't stand her. They're sick of seeing her on their TV screen all the time, and they're just trying to watch a football game. Uh, this Travis-Kelsey relationship is just uh, so nauseating. Uh, but her being person of the year—what a complete joke! I guess it'll sell a lot of magazines to her fans. But really, President Trump should be person of the year each and every year. He's the most famous man in the world. Uh, he continues to make an impact. He's the most talked-about man in the world. Uh, once again, so uh, I don't see how he doesn't win each and every year.
1: Yeah, she. This is all virtue signaling to have Taylor Swift. She's a hot item right now the it girl Uh, i'm sure a lot of people like her like you said a lot of young girls like her they call themselves the swifties i don't care for her 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 music i uh my two boys they like some of her songs it has like a really nice jingle to it but i i'm just not into taylor swift she has the nice gowns and she puts on a production but when I want to be entertained, I want unvarnished singing. I don't want all the stage stuff and I mean it's okay, but but that's who she is. I mean, and then I kind of stopped well, really never really liked her, her trying to put on this whole political thing with trying to get people, deceive people into voting for the Democrat Party. And I get it, because a lot of these young people, well, people as a whole, you're gonna vote for the party that your family voted for. Okay, if your family are Democrats, you're gonna be Democrat your family, your family, independent, you're going to be independent, Republican, you're going to be Republican. But at a certain age, a stage in your life, I would think you would step, step back and say, let me look at these policies to see if, in fact, they're good and if they're good to all people. But if you're being brainwashed that this party is going to help this group of people because they've been oppressed for so long, but it's like, yeah, but why are they still oppressed if this group is going to help them? And you can't say, well, because Republicans won't let them. No, because you had Barack Obama who had two terms in office. And what significantly did he do for black people other than to tell them that they're oppressed? Who did he have in his cabinet? He didn't go out and put all black people. Because he's like, I've got to get the most qualified person. And in, in doing so, he says, some are black, some are white. I can't get a whole, all black cabinet, but he, he could have. Think about it. He could have done that, but he didn't but then they will attack other people like Republicans when they don't do it. So it's like, you got to wake up. And so this whole thing with Taylor Swift, or she did a video. And in her video, she had a transgender female. The woman had been a female and she's now changed to be a man. And Taylor Smith, she's all lovey-dovey up on the man. And they made it a point to put the man there because they want you to see that. Oh, you see, love is love. And this is... Yeah, but you're deceiving the masses because that is still a woman. I don't care how many times this woman chopped off her breast, carved up her genitalia, made a penis, she's still a man. When she dies, she will still be a man. So this is a reason why Time decided to go with her because it's like, oh, well, she so influential? Whoa, no, because of all her concerts. You know, when she went through this whole thing with one of her... Uh, I think it was one of her writers or producers or something. She's like, oh, he took all my music. No, you signed the dotted line. You signed the dotted line. Now I've got to re-record all my music because he won't let me play it. You signed the dotted line, Taylor. Oh, I was young. Where were your parents? Well, I made the decision myself. Oh, 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 okay. So you're saying you were young and you made the wrong decision. So what about all those kids that we're saying allow them to have sex changes if they know what they're doing? When they get a certain age, they say, oh, I made a mistake. Who are we supposed to blame? You see what they do, Andrew? They switch and they match. They, what they think suits them, they'll go with it. But if it doesn't, oh, we got to stay away from it. It's wrong. So for Time Magazine to put her as being the woman of the year, the person of the year, I could care less because I don't even like Time Magazine anymore. It's a bunch of, uh, it's nothing but a tabloid. Peddling nonsense. That's all it is. Hoping they'll get viewers. But no one really like, oh, I've got to read Time Magazine. I've got to go to it. I mean, every year they probably look at this, who the person of the year is. They should have put, I think they should have put Israel there. But you know what they would have done? I wouldn't have all been surprised if they put Hamas there. And then try to justify it. Oh, Hamas, they're the person person of the year. We went with the people of the year, a group of the year, because of their influence and what they're doing. And whether people want to believe it or not, they are a government, a political arm. No, it's a terrorist organization. But see, this is how they view their readers. This is how they want to control the narrative. Not good at all. Not good at
0: all, Andrew. Andrew no it's definitely not that's what we're seeing uh well we're just about all out of time tonight once again this sh- to show flew right by thank you all for joining us on after dark with robin andrew which is on america out loud available on iHeartRadio, spotify stitcher pandora wherever you stream Or you go to america out News, click that drop down menu find after dark with robin andrew you can find our full archive of shows tons of great guests uh over at America news with after dark. Uh, tons of other great shows and articles shared all the time as well so you guys want to be sure to spend some time on america uh, please share we always appreciate that we face the same social media censorship that many of you do so you guys know how it is so uh, if you share that it does help us out a great deal we'll see you guys next time and remember stand for something or fall for nothing